Welcome to Unwritten, the only podcast about the Hills New Beginnings to be featured in Apple Podcasts' new and noteworthy section. Every week, we discuss the latest episode of MTV's new reboot of the classic reality show. This week was a good episode. I think a ton of things happened. We got a lot to go over. But first, let's get to introductions. Across the table from me, we have Megan Shea. Hi, my name's Megan, and I recently adopted a little puppy from a wildlife center. Was Brandon there? No, he wasn't, but wouldn't that have been something? That would have been exciting. You would have had to give him a hug. And across from Megan, we have Jessica Glang. Hi, I'm Jessica, and I am a big fan of Bobby Rock's new single, Where the Drug's At. It's a banger. We love a Rick Ross grunt. <laughs> it just dropped too, right? Yeah, literally, yeah, like just this morning. New hot drop. I didn't. I couldn't find it on Spotify yet, but I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be there soon. Yeah, it's probably just uploading. It's a lot of gigs. <laughs> it's uploading. And a lot I, of gigs, a lot of grunts. <laughs> <laughs> All the grunts made the audio file too big. And I am Patrick Gork, a professional Pratt Daddy Crystals website browser. I've spent a lot of time on that site in the last couple of weeks, just, just browsing. They're dropping some new t-shirts soon, and I think I'm ready for some tie-dye in my life. Let's do it. Can't wait. So you may have heard during the intro that we are the only The Hills New Beginnings podcast in Apple Podcasts New and Noteworthy section. That wasn't a joke. We were actually in the New and Noteworthy section in Apple Podcasts. So as soon as you open the app on your iPhone, we're right there. As noteworthy as well as being new. Yeah. As noteworthy as CBC and ESPN. Yeah. We yeah. are not joking around. Besides massive pod. podcasts, which which was super surreal, but also really cool, right? Yeah, I guess it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we're yeah. so honored to be among the intellectuals. <laughs> We've put we're, a lot of work into this, yeah, right? Yeah, we're we, journalists we, like Spencer. We deserve it. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're journalists just like Spencer. So... I, not a ton of stuff happened off the show. There's a few things that I wanted to mention. Um, and Can I, I just say that I love every week when you say not a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> and then we talk for a whole it, hour. But this time it wasn't uh, a lot of stuff happened. Not a lot of stuff happened on the show. It was mm -hmm. off the show. It was off the off show. Off the show. I changed it up. So on, on the Spidey podcast, uh, Spencer kind of hinted that Miley Cyrus might be joining the show. Yeah. She's really down for whatever, and I kind of respect that. About Do you think her. that's legit, or was he just like making stuff up? You know what? I kind of I had a vision of how she was going to appear, and you know, when the Kardashians, when Kanye just kind of pops in and out, yeah, and yeah. it's just like very nonchalant, very nonchalant, yeah, like like a cameo sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, I can see that. He's super pumped though, and he loves her reality TV cloud, and he's like Miley. Did he say Miley was the best thing to happen to the show? Or something along those lines but he, i think he said that like multiple times i'm inclined to point. agree yeah. he's super pumped and so are we he, he's down with it and then the other thing that i thought was interesting from the podcast that i just wanted to quickly mention was that uh there's a bunch of pilots that he says he's part of they're coming yes. out yes and sometimes he even refers they're not necessarily on traditional platforms like he's talking about the way that reality tv is gonna be on these new social platforms yeah. and he's really excited about it so very fascinated to see what transpires out of that. So that's something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. Hopefully it's like a reality TV TikTok. That would be sick. <laughs> I don't. So I, I don't, don't have TikTok. So, like so <laughs> here's here's the thing. When you're old and you don't understand TikTok like me. Mm -hmm. And you, me. I don't get it. You, you get you, it, Jess. You totally get it. You probably have one and no. you just haven't told anyone. <laughs> so I, I don't go on actual TikTok. I watch uh, TikTok YouTube recaps. So it's just like a bunch of like top TikToks. Confession. Just, they're I just have, all there for you. I do that on Instagram. I have this like top TikToks Instagram handle that I follow. Yeah, it's like top vines I think about. That's 
one of those compilations. Yeah, this is, I used to do the same thing with Vine, too. Yeah. And some of them are sick. Like, the teens are creative. You yeah, know? the teens are, are really good content creators. So that, that was everything off the show. Let's let's get to the actual banger of an episode. I know there's a few things that happened early on that we don't want to really go over because it wasn't that interesting. But the one thing I wanted to mention was just that, like, arrow tag on the hills was probably the strangest thing that I've seen on any episode of the hills. It's literally like if the three of us decided to go lawn bowling. Yeah. Yeah, which we would never. I don't. I didn't really understand that. I mean, I was like, I'd be super down for arrow tag because yeah. I'm also scared of paintball. But I guess that scene was just kind of, you know, put in there just to establish that Spencer wants Brody to apologize. But I think so. That, I think that's all it was. We're yeah. Back to a collecting apologies. It also, must be in the Pratt family. Also, yeah. Justin Bobby got really sweaty playing arrow tag. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that was my observation. Yeah, putting out the coke and booze. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the the first thing that I think we want to delve into is uh, Stephanie and Justin Bobby's beach not date friendship meeting. I guess you could call it just a stroll on the beach. Yeah. Um. Was it Spencer who commented that Steph was trying to have a close moment with them, but it seemed like their friendship could be dwindling at this moment? Yeah, I think he did mention that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. It did seem like a bit of an awkward interaction. I don't know if it's just because he's over talking about Audrina and she keeps bringing it up and bringing up Lindsay. So um, that's the, it seems like that's the only time their scene serves a purpose is to talk about them. Yeah, and I feel like Justin's the type of guy that he just recycles through people because they're exhausting. He's yeah. just so selfish. He just is like, ugh, stop. He's just done with them. He doesn't want to talk to them anymore. Yeah, he's done with them. But when they have new people in their life, such as one Ryan Cabrera... Then he's got a problem with it. Yeah, he described Ryan as the guy with the freaking five-foot whiffle. Yeah, so I felt the anger. (laughs) (laughs) Did any of you know what a whiffle is? Because I didn't. It's a salon term. Yeah, you know what? I kind of heard it more than I knew what it was. It's like a whiffle. A whiffle. That's what his hair does. Something you hear? I looked it up. It's professional jargon. Yeah, professional haircutting (laughs) jargon. Yeah. So it's a very short haircut, usually for males, in which the hair resembles the bristle surface of a brush. It's a synonym for a crew cut. Oh. Which I'm not sure is what uh, Ryan has. No, but if you think about it, it's like it's a whiffle was supposed to be short, but his is five feet. So he's like, it's like a, it's like a salon day. Five feet. Yeah. Oh, God. It's salon humor. <laughs> I like that, though. He's like talking to different audiences. Yeah, he's just like doing some inside baseball stuff that we don't understand. Yeah. So there's also a really interesting Justin Bobbyism that came out of this conversation. So he said, in terms of his, like, referring to his relationship with uh, Lindsay, he said, they are learning each other's moves, their wants, and their destinations. Yeah, I like that destinations one. I thought that was cool. Like, It actually kind of made sense for the first time. Yeah. Sort of. I guess everybody's going somewhere in life, you know, and that's what he's alluding to. He just had to make sure they were both going to, like, I don't know, the same... McDonald's. Yeah, that same astral plane. I don't. The same astral plane. <laughs> I, don't know what he wants. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, very poetic. I fall for poetry like that. Yeah. Man. Although in the in the same scene, he also says, um, you know, when he's jealous of um, Sir Wiffle. Um, That's a good name for him. Yeah. We should refer to him as that from yeah. from now on. Apparently, Audrina all has all these things going on with Justin because he has because he has a beautiful blonde. And, she, and brings her around he the always same said, scene. He says that over and over again, beautiful Yeah, blonde. This fascination with this blonde, but I guess that could go back to his salon heritage. So like the hair color really isn't. Salon what? heritage. <laughs> he's half, oh, he's half uh, just half heritage or half salon. Yeah, so I don't think it's like something that's meant to be like just like 
a, like, you know, calling out a woman's physicality. I think it's like really speaking in the language of like his hair. expertise. Yeah. That's speaking really in the language good. of hair. <laughs> yeah, it's a good theory. Mm. Um, but I think that's everything from that little, little beach getaway. Yeah. So next we move on to uh, a patio conversation with Whitney and Audrina about Audrina's Prey Swim swimwear line. Yeah, so um, it's actually on sale now. Um, the Prey Swimwear line is currently on sale on the Prey Swim website. So it relaunched and then went on sale right away? It's just sale season. Like sale it has season, nothing okay. to do. Okay. I, I actually, yeah. like this was... Um, it's end of season, right? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like we're entering the fall season. So um, I went on the Prey uh, Swimwear website and just wanted to really understand kind of the brand mantra so prey draws inspiration from audrina's passion for sharks <laughs> i can do this for sharks specifically sharks yeah but there's more i just okay, good. I ha- it's hard for me right now yeah that's fine that's okay. understandable <laughs> let me try that again prey also draws inspiration from audrina's passion for sharks the immune system of our ocean. Sharks are gorgeous, captivating creatures, strong, capable, beautiful, and empowering, which is my vision for our prey swim girl. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I actually didn't super pre-read that because I just saw sharks, the immune system of our ocean, which I don't get. Get it? Prey Prey. swim? Yeah. But because because we're the prey? Because (laughs) sharks eat prey? Oh yeah, that's what that's they're what predators. I they're predators of the sea slash. Yeah, because that's why I, I figured system. it was like an ocean. So how thing does that make them the immune system? Because they eat things. Oh, because they're getting rid of the things that are disgusting in the ocean. No, <laughs> they're, they're healing the ocean by eating things. <laughs> I'm trying to reach you. I don't know. You know what? I think that um, I might have to sleep on that one. Yeah, that was really profound. I, I didn't think that sharks would be her favorite animal, but that's pretty cool. Sharks are really cool. I like cool. sharks. Sharks are so cool. I do too. Um, yeah, I'm super into sharks. Um, and that that whole thing was I love sharks just reminded me of when Beyonce was really high in that clip and she just goes off about how she loves whales ever since she was a little girl. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but yeah. it's a good one. What clip is this? I've never seen it. Um, I will send it to you after. But Put it in the show notes. Yeah, in the show notes. So Destiny's Child in the early days was quite high, and they were talking about whales and jaguars. and it Like was, high as in they, they smoked it, yeah, it was, it was okay. quite obvious that they did, and it's it's a really good one. And she's just like going off on how much she likes. Yeah, her. she didn't super go off, but you wouldn't expect Beyonce to love whales as much as she seemed to. They're quite majestic. I like a yeah. good whale every once in a while, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love whales. I love whales. Um, yeah, but I think what I kind of took away was where, like, you know, Audrina talking about being a businesswoman and it costs like a hundred k to to have a line, and I think it was a pretty relevant conversation for Whitney and Audrina to have based on their past in fashion. I liked it. It kind of even reminded me of Old Hills when a lot of young women wanted to get into fashion, work at magazines, launch their lines, etc. So I like that little that little skit. I thought it was cool that she like actually threw a real concrete number out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think that's something you see anywhere, let alone on reality TV, like talking how much something like that would actually cost. Yeah, like she obviously took it really seriously and I actually l- liked that that was kind of the overarching theme of the episode was her launching her line because it would just feel good for her to like get back into something she was passionate about after having a yeah, rough totally. time and she was obviously putting so much work into it and it wasn't this weird like 
this weird um thing that didn't even matter in the end but yeah i'm super happy for her <laughs> yeah i've enjoyed yeah. this i've enjoyed this uh theme that went through is audrina launching her line i liked it nice i think we're gonna end up talking about the line later too because there's a big big party that she puts together. a relaunch sorry a relaunch is what relaunch. i think she referred to it as mm-hmm. so next we're gonna move on to uh the segment that i do every week tweets from spencer this week i have some bangers he had some hot takes for this week's episode um, so the first one, oh, we'll, we'll do the visual one last. So first up, he says, didn't Brody, I didn't know that Brody was allowed to even smell vodka during the daytime <laughs> <laughs> in reference to him saying that Caitlin doesn't want him to drink during the day. Yeah. Especially on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are not for drinking. Uh, so I thought that was a clever one from, from Spencer. Um, and then the next one is why is Whitney dressed like a discount Olsen twin? Isn't she supposed to be in fashion? Which I thought was quite harsh. Wow. Pretty harsh. She's getting bold, bold. It's because of the, when Whitney accused From the podcast, yeah. Yeah, she said, so basically that, um... She was scared. So Spencer was basically like, delete my number. Yeah. And then she took it to, like, she was physically scared for her life. And... She said that to him when they had that, like, you can... They do an episode of the Make Spidey Famous Again podcast where they kind of talk about that. That's this week's episode. Yeah, it was actually. this past week's episode. And and so it was sort of like, okay, like we're on a show here and now you're actually taking this to the fact that I might be physically threatening you and that's not at all my intention. Yeah. So everyone was like, chill out. King Frankie got involved. Yeah. So I thought it was a little, a little nasty, probably over the top, but I also... Thought it was interesting because of the context of the the make find me Spidey famous again uh, little tiff that they had. Yeah, and I think that um, overall the cast is just kind of irritated that Wit and her husband are doing this little YouTube series where they make fun of everyone. Yeah, which is the same thing that Spencer does on the Cosmo recap, but they all give him shit for it. But now it's starting to turn around on Whitney as well, which I think is interesting. It's like if you're gonna dish it you got to know how to yeah take you got to be able to take it at the yeah. same time i always see it as kind of like part of like the charade too it's like even when spencer talks and like i think it's so funny and it, like he's roasting but it's almost like part of the whole it's part, it's of, part of the, of the show, universe man. it's it, part of the fun it's like the hills is part of this own universe it's the hills it's, cinematic universe yeah yeah and like some people are canon some are not <laughs> yeah some people are canon. <laughs> yeah, i think we know who some yeah, are. The, the new reboot they remove some characters that are no longer canon. <laughs> that are not canon. like where's misha <laughs> yeah she wasn't in this episode yeah. at all um so the final tweet it's another visual one so i'll include it in the show notes so it's uh stephanie pratt and justin bobby on the beach they're looking at each other justin bobby kind of looks a little bit like a smurf he has an oversized cardigan on um what kind of looks like capri shorts and he has like a look like a like a red hat on so he really looks like a smurf and spencer's tweet in capital letters is mom i want juice <laughs> you know it was like quite an oversized warm outfit for the it was beach. big i don't know how cold it gets in california but i was like it's is it really that cold so it does some, get cold it gets it gets cold it's, yeah. and, it's breezy. And isn't it usually a night though when it's cold yeah yeah so this is like in the middle of the day and he's like dressed for a snowstorm, essentially. Yeah, I was like, you'd fit right in here in Toronto. That's why he was so sweaty playing tag. That's true. He also was wearing like a sweater when he was playing tag as well. Yeah. Maybe he's just a sweater man. Because know? punks wear sweaters. They don't They don't really like hang out at the beach in the sun, you know? That's how he keeps... Doing uh... physical activity. 
<laughs> so then after a tweet from Spencer, I think we have to move to the greatest part of this episode, and that's the Wildlife uh, Center. I loved it. I loved this It portion. was awesome. I thought it was so great. I it mean, I think so it's good. nice to care for animals. Yeah. Yeah, care for, yeah, pick up coyote poop. And just right from the beginning, the scene was just so earnest from everybody involved. Is Brandon totally channeling, like, his mom's energy and the work that she's done with helping animals the world's most famous animal rights activist to tell you the truth maybe like her and alicia silverstone what kind of were toe and toe at a point yep but oh maybe morrissey yeah that's true actually did mm. did she do a lot of stuff for PETA as well? Yeah. I seem to remember her being part she was of like a spokesperson, like really controversial like PETA legit. campaigns. Yeah, yeah, I think she would, did something naked. Yes, I seem to remember that. Yeah, I guess that's back when that kind of thing was controversial because I feel like that's like a yearly thing they do now. But yeah, maybe she, she pioneered it. Maybe she pioneered that. She could have. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. I thought the wildlife center. It, I mean. I just can't think of anything to say about the Wildlife Center other than I thought it was great. We meet Brittany. Yeah, Brittany was great. I've never seen a volunteer quite like that before. Yeah. Um, Do we think she was a real volunteer? I think she was. I mean, I wonder if she's as planted as like, you know, those models that wear like Spencer's Pratt Daddy crystals. Yeah, because Spencer was kind of like making fun of the whole situation in a way that made me think that like maybe she didn't actually work there. But I like I thought she did. I bought it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, although I thought it was funny because I was just watching and this was before Spencer enters, but I was like, as soon as Brandon and Brittany are talking, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a new thing. This chemistry is just, you know, in my face. And Spencer saw that deny. too. Yeah, I know. But apparently Spencer is like old perv, according to Brandon. <laughs> That's what he, called him. he called him an old perv. But what I think is really interesting, you know, when you go through volunteerism, is it really awakens you? And it makes you really question what's kind of happening in your life. And I think like Brandon had some kind of transformative experience. Yeah, cleaning up coyote poop just changes you as a, as a human yeah, being. Yeah, it's an aphrodisiac. Yeah, he was really questioning his path forward. Yeah, there's, they're really like now With that you Ashley, mentioned like, it. He was like, it really was like what made him like question it that was the time and place where he, like that there he would question it and then he, really he starts to a little bit later which i think we'll talk about but yeah that was definitely the beginning of him like questioning their yeah. relationship he straight up says to spencer you know i really like her but i can't do anything because everything's moving so fast so, yeah yeah that's when he finally vocalizes it, it made me want to pet some coyotes I know. Yeah, Those that's a forbidden pet, cute. though, because I don't think you're supposed to pet them. You can? I don't know, but maybe they're good ones. I don't know. What if I was going to tell you guys that I didn't adopt a dog, that I adopted a coyote? <laughs> I would be so pumped. I'd be like, <laughs> why isn't he here? <laughs> I'd be pretty pumped. I can't, I can't wait for your, your, your new pup to uh, guest on the podcast. Yeah, too. next week. It's going to be exciting. He'll come. Yeah, yeah, we'll get him to do a little sniffle on the, on, on the pod. Awesome thoughts. That'd be great. Thoughts from Tennessee. So I think that's it from the the Wildlife Center. Um, next, we move on to the Sky Bar, where Adrena's casting for her swimwear line. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I don't know if we need to spend a lot of time on this. Not section, much happened, I don't think. Other than it really reminded me of the OG Hills, and I really liked it. Like yeah, nothing yeah. happened. It was just like happy girls trying on bathing suits, and like it was just like completely adorable and getting good energy and excitement that's for the what i that's what i've written down too is yeah. just like it was a really cool scene to kind of see behind the scenes in terms of what she's doing to plan that show and it was part of why i like the original hills which we've talked about before because it kind of gives you 
I guess, uh, a behind the, the scenes look at how these various people are trying to uh, build businesses and expand their lives and build their careers and stuff like that. So I, I totally agree with Megan. It was like a classic, classic The Hills moment. Yeah, like I felt like, you know, especially with the original Hills, it was like Lauren Conrad brought like this energy and like she was kind of like the glue between everyone and she was like at the center of this like fashion um, like journey that was happening with everyone. I guess I don't have an eloquent way to say it, but um, now Audrina really brought that back to this hill. Yeah, really it was very it. Lauren Conrad-esque. Yeah, yeah exactly. Except I didn't even like, first I didn't even think about this until you mentioned it, Megan, that like this is very like classic hills and like Pat, you mentioned that too. Um, but yeah, but Audrina brought it and I didn't even like think about that. I didn't even think about like old hills or like compared it to anyone. It was just, kind of, it was authentic in its own moment. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, they did a great job. Then I think this is my favorite moment from this episode. Oh, um, this is great. And it, I was actually surprised by it. So it's Brody and Brandon had the Wellborn. And then out of nowhere, Stephanie shows up. Stephanie shows up. And it's a showdown. Yeah, so it was nice to be back at the Wellborn again. Like, let's just talk about that. I was going to ask if that was like a place that we've discussed earlier. Yeah, was yeah. that the same pub? Yeah, the yeah it's the same one. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what do we know how many uh, stars it was? Yeah, I think that one was 4.7. 4.7. I'll have to go back to my show notes on that, but that one was the yeah, it's a pretty pretty solid score. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a showdown. It is. So it's like, you know, Stephanie has her usual smirk when she thinks she's going to get an apology and it almost made me not want her to get so the I, apology. I totally thought that Brody wasn't going to apologize because it I like it took a turn for a little bit, right? And he was kind of like justifying what he did and backpedaling. I know. I and held then, my breath for a second. And then he 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 did apologize towards yeah. the end of the conversation. Like, I do think Stephanie like, you know, out of miss apology collector but she did deserve that apology like after what happened so i was kind of like he should apologize to her yeah. and i didn't think he would yeah um, like, we don't yeah. know 100 percent what happened because like it wasn't part of the show but from the conversations that you see see between the cast members it definitely sounds like he took things too far and like went over the top and blew something up that um probably didn't need to be like that and he went through a rough time with the fires and whatnot but that was like an inappropriate reaction to whatever was going on at that party yeah, so it was 4.5 stars. 4.5, Yeah, okay. sorry about that. That's pretty um, good. That's fine. That was pretty close. Yeah, like, I think that he did just act completely out of his mind, and it had to be addressed. And maybe I'm wondering if that was even, like, show sanction. That was sort of, do you, I wonder if cameras were around, and it was, like, there could potentially, apparently he was jumping over couches yeah. and had to I have be a feeling, back. Like, I wonder if it wasn't even part of the show, right? Like, it was But like it's like they're, of... they hang out outside of the hills because Spencer has said in the past, like, oh, I don't even like those guys, but I don't know how much of that is just Spencer and mm-hmm. like how much is that I think real, some but... of them probably hang out outside of the show, yeah. right? But like not all of them. Yeah. Like Whitney probably isn't hanging out Maybe it was them. like a Hills cast party or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like, with like the, that. With the crew or something. Because I feel like if it was part of the show, they would have filmed it, right? That would have been like For gold. Sure. Um, and I'm sure they have contracts that wouldn't have been able to prevent them from like, if Brody was like, I don't want that footage in the show, they would just use it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that I liked the most was just Brandon really thinking that he could just therapize. Yeah. He like took matters into his own hands and he, he said, yeah, he said, I deserve a Nobel Peace Prize if this works out. So it did. yeah. I mean, the apology came through. So I wonder if his application is in yet. I know. Sure. I think the UN is like evaluating it They're evaluating as we it. speak. Yeah. This therapist boy. <laughs> yeah although you know i like a good apology moment when it's like dessert. it was just i love when people make up it's sweet even though you know stephanie's not my favorite character but uh, I, th- I thought it was nice it, it was seemed nice. it seemed real 
Yeah. I wonder if it she felt empty inside because sometimes when you get what you really, really want, it's just like, oh. No, for her, like her goal is to collect apologies like Pokemon, right? So that was just one. She wants to be the very best, the best there ever was in terms yeah. of the apology collection. Yeah, so there's a few more. So she's got more to get. She's got 150 more. Yeah, she's got 150. And then she'll, she'll get all the gym badges of apologies <laughs> and then she'll evolve to her final form. <laughs> okay. I think that's enough about the apology. Um, <laughs> this is another kind of a quick scene where uh, Brandon and Ashley, his Ashley, who is his girlfriend, maybe not girlfriend, they're not sure. They kind of have a conversation about that during the scene. And they're buying furniture for his house because he says he doesn't have enough furniture. Yeah, so they're at Madari Furniture. And I will say, you guys know, big Brandon Lee fan. Yep. He was acting as though she was the one that needed furniture and he was being dragged along. Yeah. And it's like, she's I will like, say she's being quite help helpful. Yeah, yeah. Totally. She's being really sweet. And it was kind of like, that was 100%. This is a 100% activity that it has to do with you and your home. Yeah. So I just thought that that was just kind of outrageous the way he was sort of pouting and... Um, yeah, it was just kind of uncalled for. Yeah, he was. Um, he did say, "I like to be the one who initiates," and I guess he was implying he likes to be the one to move fast. So the fact that she's moving faster than him is uncomfortable. I don't. I don't really understand that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I maybe think Gen that's... Z can explain to us if we get a Gen Z expert one day. To... It should be one of, one of our short episodes. Just bring on a Gen Z expert yeah. to explain how that happened. <laughs> Why? I feel like it's sort of like when someone somebody starts pursuing you and they're like, yeah, let's go on a date. I want to take you out. And then after they just get really spooked and they're like, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. Cause it's yeah. like a control thing sure, or something yeah. like that, you know? It, it, Cause he's not the one deciding how fast things are going yeah. or where they're headed, I guess. it's a, Maybe it's a control issue. Yeah, it's true. I think she mentioned they had been seeing each other for a few months. A few months, leave, yeah. Right? So I, I feel like that was a fair question to ask. Like, are we... Yeah. exclusive are we seeing each other what's i don't think it was totally out of line but yeah if he's not feeling it then they came to an valid. agreement though of like what they were going to label yeah um he is the guy that she is dating right now okay in in as many words so then she knows how to answer questions that yeah. was the big thing yeah because people were asking I mean, yeah it's totally fair but um i really like ashley i would yeah, i would love cool. to for her to stay in the show yeah we saw in the preview for next episode that maybe things are gonna get a little rocky but um, I'm a big oh, was fan that in the preview? I didn't see. Yeah, that, this that was in the preview where she's crying. Yeah, oh, no. I also really like this furniture store. I feel like after kind of skimming through the website, is it expensive? Uh, it's it's not. It's like kind of uh, like West Elm level, so it's not outrageous. We're not talking about art gallery level, but it's not IKEA. And they're currently having a Labor Day sale, so you could get fifty percent off plus free delivery. Okay. How how much does a couch cost? Um, it's in like the three thousand dollar range. So damn, everything I own is from IKEA. Yeah, yeah. I it, once bought a coffee table that cost five hundred dollars. That like comes up like a table. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. That's the only expensive piece of furniture I've ever purchased in my yeah. life. Yeah, but, but I'm I'm looking at these couches and the ones that are three thousand dollars. They're yeah. for homes. They're not. Oh, the, they're like huge ones, right? Yeah, they're like L-shaped, big sectionals. So that's not that much. Then, that right? level. So like, if you are looking to seat about, you know, like twelve people on a couch in your mansion, that makes sense. I'll have to go through deeper to see if they your have, movie room. Yeah, your movie room, and it would be really cozy and like. That's really nice. But if they had more sofas that are meant for like condo living. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably similar. Oh, yeah. Like, it's completely affordable. Okay, it's like a cool. thousand bucks. I'm sure that's similar to like going to Leon's or something like that. And you want like a massive Yeah, if you couch. went to like CB2. Yeah, yeah it's West. very Same CB2. Idea. So it's like 
2500 for an upholstered couch for a condo 1800 he's he's got a mortgage to pay right so he can't afford to buy really expensive yeah, yeah he's not buying could secondhand it i don't know so he yeah. can pay the mortgage for the rest of <laughs> with the rest of the money anyways like i think it's it's a reasonable place to be going so you know what i think he should consider probably buying what what is that that's an nd mattress Endy's award-winning Endy mattress has changed the way Canadians sleep. They're engineered to offer the perfect balance of comfort and support, and also are designed to relieve pressure points, eliminate motion transfer, and release body heat faster than conventional foam. Our VIP promo code for Unwritten is Hills50, and as you may have already guessed, that gives you $50 off an Endy mattress. So I think Brandon should totally use that code and pick himself up an Endy mattress to fill one of his many empty rooms in his home that he is paying the mortgage for. Yeah, it's totally affordable, and he, yeah, he can pay for his mortgage that way and sleep better and live better. Yeah. So before we go to the final fashion show, Audrina's fashion show, I think my favorite scene from this week's episode was my boy Justin Bobby and his dad riding bikes together in a father-son outing. Robert. His name's Robert? His name's Robert. Somehow I didn't catch that during the episode. Yeah, I guess because we were so shocked that Justin Bobby's dad would make an appearance. It was a rare treat. I didn't expect him. It was and exciting. Also, when the when the scene first started, I was like, why are we panning on these two people on a motorcycle? This is so yeah. not unwritten. I didn't I know who they were. The hell, sorry. Um, yeah, I didn't understand that. And then we end up at Neptune's Net. Do you think that Justin Bobby was jealous that everyone else had like dad issues and stuff that he thought he needed to bring on a family member? Uh, he makes his like family issues like pretty obvious, like repeatedly. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I think that might have been how that happened, to be quite honest. He was like, I need I need a dad issue uh, cameo. <laughs> he probably called up one of the producers and was like, uh, Brandon's always talking about his dad. Could I have my dad on the show? Yeah, he's like, I want to bring my dad on. Yeah, I hope to do a Father's Day special at this point. <laughs> that would be great. So I don't think his dad had like got particularly great advice for him they were kind of talking about his relationship with Adrena. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like yeah you had great chemistry with that woman anyways yeah if you're over with it like just like that's it's cool fine. it's cool man just, just move on it. yeah he says everyone has a different road to go which i'm like oh this is why justin bobby is the way he is and the way he the, and the reason why he talks like that yeah and uh like even before the scene starts justin bobby says all the punks out there who think they're cool i was born in it because he thinks he's uh he thinks he's bane from batman <laughs> he thinks he's bane from batman so <laughs> i will say that um I mean, his dad seemed pretty like legit biker. Like he did. together, it yeah. made a lot of sense. He may have been part of like a real biker gang. Yeah, his dad was like pretty hardcore. Someone should look up his dad's criminal record. <laughs> Going the smoking gun. So, um, you know, like we just quickly before we move to the next thing is like they were at the Neptune's Nest, where I really think this is. I say it all the time: a place that we'd go as friends. I look good. It looked so good. I love seafood, so I was super down. Is to it go. Neptune's Net or Neptune's Nest? Net. Net. Okay. Yeah. So they have you know some classic diner type things like chili cheese fries and calamari basket, scallop Ooh, baskets. I would love a calamari basket right now. Yeah, and then you can also get really cool things like whole grilled fish with rice and coleslaw. That's oh probably God. what I oh. would get. That's what so I would get. So it's a seafood place, right? Yeah. That's my jam. Yeah, I think Neptune is the king of the sea, I believe. Yeah, we would feel like kings of the sea if we were there. <laughs> I would I my grilled fish and rice. <laughs> I didn't make that connection somehow. That Neptune was the king of the <laughs> sea like, and that's the name of the restaurant. <laughs> it's very Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it was Little Mermaid themed too. Oh, that'd be so good. I yeah, we would Mermaid. definitely hop on a plane right now. Yeah. One day when we get our Hills tour, 
will get to go. That'd be great, a tour. Yeah, they do those in um, in New York. Like you can go on a Sex in the City tour where you kind of go around to all of the stops. You know, should they still be open? Do people still watch yeah. that show? I, that went, like... I went on a TMZ tour in LA once and that was That's fun. really cool. Oh, that's cool. Maybe we could just move over there ourselves and we can do the tours for That'd others. That'd be great. We could do a Hills tour and be like, this is all of the clubs that are no longer open anymore that were huge yeah. in the mid-2000s. Here's Le Deux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd stand so in front good. of an REP. Yeah, I'd definitely go. So I think this is the final penultimate moment of the episode, and that's Audrina's fashion show. And everybody's there, like the whole cast is there, which I thought was cool because we haven't seen that moment in quite a while where every single cast member is present in one scene. I think there's a couple of Was people Misha there though? So Misha wasn't there, Whitney wasn't there, and Stephanie wasn't there. But, but almost every cast member was there. Yeah, I thought the event looked beautiful. There were cake pops, there were donuts. It was like a barbecue in a way, which I thought was super chill. Yeah, it looked like an event that you could go and just feel really comfortable. It was very chic, but it wasn't intimidating. And... Um, Brandon Lee was wearing his Wildlife Center shirt. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah he just came straight from the uh, the sanctuary. Maybe didn't shower. He maybe just... maybe he borrowed that shirt. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, that's a good theory. Just like Ashley borrowed his jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a really good theory. Maybe he's into lending and borrowing clothes. Yeah. Um, just just a thought. Yeah, just a thought. I know. I really like the way that the event set is set up, though. I agree. Like we, like the three of us, have been to our fair share of media events. Like, we know what clicks and what doesn't. And, you know, just looking at it, I was like, if I was pressed there, I'd be very impressed with the execution, the food. There was cupcakes. Chill barbecue. Yeah, chill barbecue. Chill, fancy, classy barbecue. It was just really well done event. I was really excited for her because it was just one of the, to see like a woman succeed, single mom, just actually pulling it off. I was, I was like, oh, like, thanks for representing her really well on the show and not showing any of the cracks or things that I'm sure happens behind the scenes. Yeah, it's not easy to run a fashion show or even run a line, especially after a few years being out of it and like going through so much. Like this was just a big win for Audrina and I was so happy for her. She seemed to handle the pressure really well too. Yeah. Which I think was amplified by the fact like the show's there, they're filming it. She's actually putting on this real event. There's potential investors there. Um, yeah, the she, CEO of Wild Fox said he wanted to have a coffee. Yeah. And she handled that so well. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, let's set that up. I know. I would have been stressed eating cupcakes for sure. It's like <laughs> I probably would have been in the corner like crying or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. At least one cry. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you may be with Ryan Cabrera right now, but you... Ryan Camaro, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Camaro. <laughs> you would have a Wiffle Boy. <laughs> wiffle Bat Boy. <laughs> I didn't even see Wiffle Boy there. I, I think he I think he was there actually. He he showed up and he had um his guitar and they said yeah, that he maybe he was serenading someone. <laughs> they said that he couldn't come in the background with his guitar, so he just hung out in the house. <laughs> um yeah, the, I I thought this was a great kind of scene. Um I really enjoyed watching uh, Spencer and Brody finally have I, I wouldn't even call it a confrontation. They were like pretty chill. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like Brody was like, you know, he was kind of feeling himself because he's like, yeah, I can apologize once. I can, uh, I'm going to apologize to everybody. Yeah, you so. get yeah. like that. You get kind of like on that cloud nine of apology. <laughs> he's yeah, on an like, apology tour. <laughs> I know. He's like, my karma is so straight. I am good. Um, but I really like that, like that he like made up with Spencer was like, yeah, I was wrong. And Spencer mentioned in his Cosmo, um, you know, his journalistic piece that, <laughs> that he's a journalist when it comes yeah, to he's Cosmo. A journalist. Never forget. <laughs> yeah. And he's ethical about it. He's still waiting for his paycheck though. 
I still want to know if that's a joke or if like Cosmo's actually holding money back from him because that's awesome. Maybe they do net ninety and he's like he only gets paid he gets paid monthly. Um, yeah, but he mentioned in his uh, his journalistic piece that um, that that was like a genuine moment because he does look a little bit awkward at the end of their he embrace. Does. I was so I was like, does he actually care that he's apologizing? But I guess Spencer was just surprised. It seemed like he didn't have time. Like I think in some of the scenes in the show, the producers tell them what's going to happen. And I think maybe he didn't expect Brody was going to be there, or maybe there was some doubt in his mind as to whether Brody would actually be at the at the event because um, he looked surprised that he was having this conversation with Brody and even more surprised that he apologized. Yeah, and people were just watching. Yeah, it was like a, a spectator sport for Everett around him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of spectator sports, so on the sidelines, um, you know, like this was all like a beautiful moment. Audrina's having a great time. Everyone's having a good time. Um, I just want to bring this up because I think it's going to be a bigger theme moving forward. Um, but, you know, Ashley was kind of running her mouth the whole episode about Caitlin and Brody's open relationship thing. And she did take the opportunity on the sidelines to kind of be like, oh, like Caitlin and Brody, like, what are they doing? Like, and this is Jason's Yeah, yeah. she was Ashley. like, I would never have a child. Like, she wants to have a child. I wouldn't have a child, you know, with somebody who is never home. Yeah, that was it was just like pretty out of line. Yeah, it's like none of your business. Yeah, exactly. And it's like even to just like judge how like people like build their families or like how like tight their relationship is. I just thought it was really inappropriate. And she was just like talking to other like she pretty much was just talking to whoever would listen about it. And it just oh, it was Whitney who actually said yeah, yeah, because Whitney was there and Whitney just kind of looked at the sidelines being like none of my business as she does. Oh, I thought that she was the one that said that if her husband was traveling as much that she wouldn't, it would be really hard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but she said it in like a nice way where it was like- It was like, less I, condescending a little um, bit. Yeah. I also just think it's like none of people's business in that way. I think Ashley in like a lot of ways wants to be like a narrative device for the show that pushes yeah. everything forward. And like, I guess it works for her in that way, but I think she's also coming off way more negative than she thinks she is. She wants to be a little Sarah Jessup jessica parker like you know so i thought to yeah. myself why be in a relationship you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i think the at least in terms of my notes the last thing that i really wanted to mention was brandon starts talking about how he's trying to reconcile his relationship with his dad oh we tommy called lee it. yes called it so i think in the two hour hills finale next week tommy lee is finally going to make an appearance and then after that, Tommy Lee goes to college too, is going to enter production. I think so. It's probably It probably had to be two hours too because he had to fit in all that Tommy Lee time. I, I hope he's just on the whole episode. Yeah. I'm perfectly comfortable with kind of figuring out how to turn those dolphins into students and uh, renaming this podcast. <laughs> just students coming out of the ocean. Or we Unwritten can turn them into Tommy students. Lee goes to college. So I, I actually was trying to think of how they could reboot Tommy Lee goes to college. And I was thinking maybe it's like Tommy Lee goes to postgraduate school. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tommy Lee gets his master's. Yeah, Tommy Lee gets his master's. Yeah. I don't know what he'd get his master's in, but does that really matter? Yeah, and like he could get like his uh, like teaching in, degree. In the School of Rock. <laughs> school. The School of Hard Knocks. You should take uh, like music or drumming or something. Take drumming. <laughs> He's a really good drummer though. Like yeah. he, he could be maybe. Yeah, so he, he just breathes through it, you know? He'd get his master's in drumming. And then he becomes a professor. He's like, get out of your teach. I'm taking over. I think that's like a Motley Crue music video. Is it really? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Now I want to watch The Dirt again, which I think is a good movie and no one else on earth does. Remember we talked about it and I said I was okay with it. Yeah, you did. That's true. 
It's only me and you. Everyone else on Earth hates it. Yeah. So I think that's it. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about from this week's episode? Um, I just want to apologize. I realized no one was born this week, so I couldn't uh, fetch us a happy birthday. Oh, um, so one, disappointing. One thing was born this week. This thing. So last week, actually Wednesday, we had a break, but last week was our three-month birthday. Oh. On the twenty-eighth. So it's the birthday of the pod. Yes. It is well, the birthday of the, th- the three months of our pod. It's well, a beautiful baby. To us. <laughs> yeah. So I think also this would be a good time to give a shout out to our favorite fan, Emmy, who tweets us frequently on Twitter. Yes, Emmy. We super appreciate your messages. It's really, it's always nice when the fans appreciate the work that we put into it. And it always brings a smile to her face. Yes. Yeah. I, I spend hours editing this podcast every week. Yeah. And, and she appreciates it. And that makes me feel great. I know. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in, Emmy. Yeah. We share it in the group chat every time you post. So thank you. So that's it. We'll be back next week with our thoughts on episode 11 of The Hills New Beginnings. It's the finale. It's a two-hour episode. I think we're going to do something special on Unwritten. We're going to have an extra long episode next week. Be sure to follow the pod on social media at hills underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to the podcast on every single platform imaginable, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, everything out there. And if you're an Apple Podcast user, drop us a five-star review and let us know what you think of the show. We're still in the new and noteworthy section. We're still there. We'll be there forever. We're going to be there forever. And yeah. with your help and your reviews, we'll be there for ever, ever infinity, past the quantum wall. Yeah, <laughs> beyond the quantum. Beyond wall. the quantum. Yes, yeah, super into the singularity. <laughs> into the singularity. We also have an email unwritten the hills podcast at gmail.com, which I almost mispronounce every single week. If you want to get in touch with us for ad opportunities, suggestions, or a birthday shout out, hopefully someone was born next week, and we can shout that out yeah i think we can probably sort something out for next week's births yeah hopefully someone will be born we can always hope and that's it thanks for listening bye at this point with my relationship with Lindsay, we're just learning each other's thoughts our moves our destinations our wants our desires there's just so many dynamics when you're getting to know somebody well you certainly have a type what's my type baggage i know huh